Hello, my name is Hyun Sung Kang and welcome to this podcast produced by the International Monetary Fund here in Washington, D.C. It's been a difficult couple of years for the small landlocked kingdom of Swaziland. Off the back of the global economic crisis, the amount of revenue into its state coffers fell by a third even while it had one of the highest public wage bills compared to the size of its economy in Africa. In order to address the problem of too little money coming in and too much flowing out, the authorities in Swaziland have requested a staff-monitored program with the International Monetary Fund. That is, IMF economists are now working with the authorities to make sure the country sticks to a rigorous fiscal diet. The IMF mission chief for Swaziland, Johannes Mongazzini, joined me to explain how the country plans to return to financial health. But first, a few words of background about this tiny landlocked country in the heart of South Africa. Swaziland is a beautiful country at the border between uh, South Africa and Mozambique. It has about 1.2 million people and it's uh, a lower middle income country. The country, unfortunately, uh, suffers from a very large incidence of HIV-AIDS, in fact, the highest in the world at 26%, and very high incidence of poverty. About 60% of the population lives below the poverty line of $2 a day. And how has it fared during the recent economic crisis? Well, it has not fared very well because the country is highly dependent on trade within the Southern African Customs Union. Um, Swaziland is part of the union together with uh, Namibia, Lesotho, Botswana, and South Africa. As part of the global economic crisis, uh, imports to the union have fallen. To give you a sense, customs revenue from uh, this uh, union account for about 60% of total revenue um, to Swaziland, and they have uh, fallen by about two-thirds uh, in the year, in the fiscal year that ended uh, March 31st. So Swaziland experienced uh, a dramatic drop in its revenue from this customs union, and then what sort of impact did it have as a consequence? Well, this has had a very large impact on the deficit of, the, of Swaziland. Swaziland enjoyed a relatively good fiscal position up to two years ago. And then in 2009-2010, so its deficit um, rise to about 7% of GDP. And this year, we estimate the deficit uh, to have reached 13% of GDP. The government is facing significant challenge in this respect in financing the deficit and has had to resort to domestic payments arrears. This would be anything from, let's say, um, small and medium-sized enterprises, which as a result of these domestic payments arrears have had to lay off people. In fact, the government has not been in a position lately to pay pensions. And that impacts then the elderly in the country and of course has negative social impacts uh, on their well-being. So Swaziland is facing this dramatic fall-off in its revenue, but it has responded. What has it been doing? The government laid out a very ambitious program through higher revenues and um, cuts in expenditures. On the revenue side, the government has uh, uh, pushed for higher revenue from uh, 
fuel levies and uh, uh, extending the sales tax to uh, goods that were previously not taxed, increasing the gambling tax, and increasing uh, sales taxes on alcohol and tobacco. On the expenditure side, the government has started an ambitious uh, plan to reduce the wage bill, which in Swaziland is the highest in the whole of uh, Africa in percent of uh, GDP, in percent of uh, the economy. As a first step, the government has uh, um, cut its own salaries, that is the salaries of the ministers, uh, by 10%, and is currently under discussions with the trade unions and with parliamentarians in order to see similar cuts in their wages. The IMF has responded. Tell me how it has been working with Swaziland to try and overcome these problems. The government of Swaziland came to us last October asking for uh, monitoring their own fiscal adjustment roadmap. The program will cover the period from January 1st, 2011, all the way to June 30th, 2011. And in that uh, period, IMF staff will continue to work closely with the authorities to ensure that their adjustment program is uh, implemented. Now, we have uh, recommended to protect the lower paid civil servants from these wage cuts and to ensure that the spending on education and health are protected so that the poorest and the sick would not be affected. Um, these cuts are meant to give the government sufficient resources to pay the elderly, to pay orphan children, and to pay for medicines for people with HIV AIDS. However, there have been protests in response to these public wage cuts, and there are more planned in the future. What would you say to a public servant in Swaziland who's facing possibly a 5% cut to his or her wage bill? How would you convince him or her that this is a necessary measure? We understand that these are very painful measures, and to that civil servant, I would say, yes, it is very difficult for anybody to accept that their wages are being cut. However, these cuts are absolutely necessary in order for the government to continue to be able to pay wages. And in that respect, it's much better to accept a smaller cut than not being paid at all. And uh, while we understand that this is uh, a difficult and painful medicine to go through, we very much hope that it will bring the patient back into good health in a situation where Swaziland can again grow and flourish as an economy and be able to pay higher wages to its civil servants, to its population as a whole, and reduce poverty in the country. Johannes Mongardini, the IMS Mission Chief for Swaziland, on the benefits awaiting the country if it can overcome these present-day challenges. And to find out more about this country's program with the IMF and a wealth of other information, log on to www.imf.org.